Hi, I think JK Rowling is trash, but yes, I will still go see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child because I'm part of the problem. Reese. <laughs> God, that was it's topical. <laughs> Hi, I'm the Christmas present. You're probably going to return Connor. Oh, no one would ever. No one would ever. How I think my ex boyfriend's mine. Oh, <laughs> that's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. And welcome to Not Another Drag Race podcast, the podcast where we talk about this season, Canada's Drag Race, because it's my podcast and not yours. Uh, I am your host, Reese, and joining me this week to chalk, to chalk, to talk <laughs> this. It's going very well so far. I haven't even started talking, um, drinking my cocktails yet. Like, talking or drinking your cocktails. Do I make you nervous, Reese? You Maybe you do. <laughs> we, we spent so long on Zoom. This is just too much for my tiny little brain handle. I'm also starving. I can't wait to eat. Hey, let's talk. <laughs> I had a croissant, so I am now good. Bitch. All right. Joining me this week is basically everyone's confirmed the favourite of the pod. He's back in Melbourne after recently moving to good old Radelaide. And you'll know the only people who call it that are people who live there. It is the miscongeniality of MasterChef Australia 2021. Mr. Creamy Confusion himself on Instagram. It's Connor Curran. Mate, thank you so much. I am now missing several teeth. I have <laughs> tattoos. I am now into meth as well. So, Adelaide, when did you become a Collingwood supporter? I, <laughs> funny <laughs> enough, my entire family are Collingwood supporters. Oh. And so I went against the grain, uh, but something must have steeped in when I went back to Adelaide. So I guess, yeah. Yeah, no, it's lovely there. It is I was going to say, I saw you on your stories when you moved and you like right near the beach I, at the moment. I live, ac- I'm living at dad. So I live across the road. There's one road and then there's beach. Wow. So I go to the beach for my work breaks. Well, you know, you could do the same if you lived in like Middle Park. <laughs> but then I would be living in Middle Park. Um, I know it sounds dumb, but like it is quite nice to just be outside of Melbourne. Mm. And uh, the way that I'm dealing with leaving Melbourne is just flying back two weeks later. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm glad, I'm lucky I caught you today because, yeah, you are here for work. And um, we're going to have some drinkies. We're going to have fun. We're going to embrace the fact that it's nearly Christmas time and we have time off. Yes. And, well, some of us do. Apologies to listeners who do not. <laughs> I, to all my hospitality workers, I really do love you. You guys are doing Truly. great. Truly. Can yeah. you imagine working retail this year? Boxing days on a Sunday, then you have two more public holidays on Monday and Tuesday. I don't think it's worth living. <laughs> I think so, that's the moment you go. Nah. I don't think, have we ever had this before where Christmas and Boxing Day are on Saturday and Sunday? Do you know what I was thinking, and I can't remember. No. No. But then also, I'm pretty dumb. So, like. <laughs> well, I don't remember earning that much pay when I worked retail. So. No, 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 no. Thank no. God that went up slightly. Yeah. Well, you guys, hey, you might have to work on multiple Boxing Day holidays and New Year's day as well but hey the money honey oh, use it. i'm telling you right now new year's eve is not going to be cheap i went to sydney last weekend and my god i am scared to look at my bank account <laughs> so i think i think i think you probably have to work at some point i don't at want some to. point yeah i mean i'm not about that life anymore i'm, I'm a corporate sellout and moved <laughs> to an office building <laughs> i'm happy one of us said from that. my uh, from my humble beginnings in bws land but uh and living in your beautiful, like, one-bedroom apartment in Collingwood. <laughs> what box are you not ticking now? I know. <laughs> well, if I, ha- if I had, like, a live-in partner and a dog, I think we'd, we'd have all the boxes ticked. We can, we can sort both of those things out by the end of the night, I think. Chances are I would probably kill that dog because the idea of looking after any other sentient being, not, not for me. No. Not for me. How about a dog of a partner? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, sure. Take anything you get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Bring it on, bring it on. I feel the same way. I have to ask you, Mr. Connor Curran. Yes. You, I mean, you've been on the pod a few times and at this point, you know, you know me and you know how I, I feel about uh, multiple iterations of this television show we, some reason, we are obsessed with. Mm. Mm-hmm. We are about to enter season 14 of yes. the US series, the original. It's, ex- it's the super seasons. It, there is something about it when they, when they say... The, the US one's coming back. I yeah. don't know what it is. It's it's the original. Yeah, and it's a part of the canon of the show that we fell in love with. Like, oh, yeah. So it is different. We can have fun with these international ones, but this is the show we, this we is love. This is where it comes from. This is like... This the, is God tier. Yeah, this is God tier. This is lineage. Like, yeah. these are the seasons that we were like, this is, we're going to get into this. Yeah. And I love how they do the Meet the Queens now. I think... Mm. The money that goes into it is excellent. My favourite was definitely season 12's one when they were walking down. Oh, that like industrial space. Oh, oh, yeah. bitch, that was... And then who was it? Nikki Doll with her bat and her leather. And those bitches ate it up. I remember 
Aiden Zane and Gigi Good specifically from from that. Yes. They looked fantastic. Gigi's oh my god, Gigi with the curly red hair mm-hmm. and oh, it was very good. Yeah, um, and I really like this year's theme as well. Yeah. Well, there's a few, there's a little nod in the promo for season 14 about this. What do you think's going on with this little candy bar situation? I don't know. There's a very special candy bar, RuPaul says, that will change the game. Oh, is there a little, is that actually a twist? I thought that was just like a little commercial thing. Do you reckon that's no, a real thing? No, apparently it's a, t- it's a twist. And in the new trailer that came out this week, each queen pick up a random bar. And I think one of them might have like a golden ticket or something in it. That's my personal thing. And maybe that golden ticket might send you right to the finale. Who knows? Oh, I fucking hope not. She needs to stop messing with the fucking show, that woman. <laughs> um, I, I hope that's not the case. I didn't realise that was happening. If that mm. is happening, I just hope they all have to eat chocolate for an episode. <laughs> we just watch them eat. Derek Barry would have been hated that. Remember when he would was it? like, um, okay, who else has been carb free for two weeks? Oh my God. <laughs> Also, who's carb-free for two weeks? That's stupid. Stupid people. Oh, can I ask you, by the way? Yes. This is completely off topic. But no, please, I'd love to hear You're this. here with me. I need to ask. I am. I came across some TikToks of a gentleman yes. who's an Australian. Yes. Don't know where he lives. Yes. Who does uh, do- diets and mm. documents them. This is fascinating. And one of them that I saw, he, ca- uh, he was doing a KFC diet for 12 days. Oh, okay. I didn't really watch that because I didn't want to have to endure what that would mean. It sounds gorgeous. For a human body. Yeah. Um, but he did fasting for 12 days. Okay. Water. And sometimes he would start the day with like some like sodiumy kind of concoction. I don't really know. Powder. Yep. Um, just water for 12 days. He lost eight kilos. I believe that. Understandable. And part of me thinks, oh my God, if I did that, problem solved. But... Doesn't really sort the problem. Holy out. shit! Does that sound bad for you? Does that sound bad for you? I I can't think of anything worse. Oh, you know how much I like food. <laughs> I literally your career. Literally my career. So if I turned around tomorrow and said I don't drink alcohol and I don't eat food, <laughs> I wouldn't be making any more money. Um, <laughs> I I think it's great that he's doing it, so we can see it. I'm always fascinated by the some by someone who can actually do that because I can't go a day without food. No, I can't either. And I'm one of those people who's like, well, if I instead of eating, I'll just drink shakes. But I'm like, no, I miss eating. <laughs> also, like, shakes are terrible. Can people stop doing shakes? Actually, this is a um, shout out to everyone out. Please stop doing shakes. <laughs> That's not a meal. Don't look at my pantry. <laughs> I'm, to all the gays that obviously listen to this podcast, well done on, on your uh, little uh, Spotify thing as well, the wrapped up, singing oh. in a, few, a few people wrapped up. It's nice to see people listening. Um, but... Yeah, no more shakes. No more shakes. Is no that shakes. your official PSA for the pod this week? Well, look, this is the way that I see it. If you just thought about it and we learned a bit more about food, we could actually just go find out how to eat the right thing. That you're missing... You don't understand, Connor. I, you're missing... Enlighten the, me. You're missing the key reason behind... Why? Is it laziness? Yeah. Oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> Why would I spend time cooking things when I can just shake a thing and drink that? Well, you can shake a thing and cook at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus My Christ. My groove thing? <laughs> yeah, shake your groove thing. Yes, yes. That's for the 40 and overs that are listening to the podcast. Fuck. Um, Which isn't a lot, by the way, according to my stats. <laughs> are they quite young? Should yeah, we've we sh- got a quite young audience. Should we stop talking about anything disgusting? Any Anyone over 35, this is not the pod for you, apparently. Absolutely not. <laughs> but no, if you are, please let me know. I'd love to hear from you. But I'd love to hear people going, oh, cooking's so hard. I'm like, great, I feel really good about the career choice that I sit there <laughs> making reels of me cooking so no one could cook them. So that's that's nice. Thanks, <laughs> If I just, I'm just not confident. I need to actually take cooking classes. That well, might be my 2022 resolution. I'm happy to teach you. Like, I've got time. But you also live in another state. That's very true. Well, I'm helping, I'm helping you with guacamole today. Yes, which, I'm making guacamole for the first time. I'm so excited. You, how you have never made guacamole? Because you can buy it. Oh my God, that hurts my soul. <laughs> that's not guacamole anymore. That is like dead. Thank you. That's why I'm like, I've got to go authentic. It might just be powdered green. Yeah, could you imagine if I rocked up and you had store-bought guacamole? I wouldn't judge. I'd eat it still. But exactly. Like, but I'd look at you and be like, oh, bitch, this wine better be good. <laughs> Uh, this vodka cocktail I'm working on, it's going to be worth it. Very excited. Very excited. Yeah. You know I love a cocktail. But anyway, season 14. Oh, yes. Because I, I... Excuse me while we have such a fun <laughs> little catch up on the pod. You guys are practically... This is like goggle box for you guys <laughs> listening in on our lives. I love it. It's been a long two weeks yeah. apart. <laughs> but yeah, season 14. I've got to tell you, these... Okay, I'm already obsessed with Kerry Colby. Yes. Stuntralina. She came across my TikTok and I'm like, 
bitch. You also, fucking work. Also, the trans representation. Oh, exactly, Cornbread. Mm. I'm I'm happy for Cornbread. Do you know what? She is the what Silky wishes she was. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes. So, like Cornbread, you're I'm like, so glad you said that. No, there's like an evanescent authenticity where she's like, this is Great what and just. <laughs> also, cornbread is delicious. Um, but when she opens her mouth, I'm like, yes, you have that, like, what I think Silky thought she had, but she doesn't. There's no, mm. like, I feel like cornbread, you're like, you're part of, she's like, this is who I am. This is what's going yeah. on. Deal with it. We're going to have a good time. And I love that. I love that. Yeah, it is. I will admit everyone listening needs to, you know, hold your horses. You can't tell exactly what a queen's going to be like from a five-minute introduction video. We haven't seen them compete. This is Drag Race. We need to actually see them do the the job. So I'm going to wait to see what actually happens, but I'm really excited for the different kinds of queens this season, Mm -hmm. like uh, Lady Camden having a British queen. and uh, A fucking cute British queen. (laughs) Fucking white ginger British boy. Get up in here. God. And um, I'm already here, and this is what – okay, you know what? I've checked – this is my situation with the infamous – Casting of Maddie Morphosis, the first cisgendered heterosexual male drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm sure mm. you've all heard about it. I talked about it last week with Dylan. I did not include it in the episode because I had my reasons. But I am here for this has happened. The whole show has been filmed besides the finale and the reunion. Whatever's happened, happened. It's out of our control. 100%. We have no control. So let's just have fun with it. Mate. And, mate... That was put into perspective by the one and only Miss Bob the Drag Queen mm-hmm. for me this week. I don't know if you guys saw Sibling Watchery did the Meet the Queens and they Watchery? Or, oh, they watch it now, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they, the, review, yeah, yeah. the little like review series yes. they do. It's on we their chef. Patreon, but they also have a sh- like a shortened version on YouTube. We. And they, Bob, <laughs> off the bat, Maddie Morphosis, the nickelback of drag. <laughs> but I, do you know how you know he's straight? Because you're like, when I found out, I was like, I don't think that that is a straight drag queen. Absolutely not. When and then you watch Meet the Queens? No, no. Then I went and saw his Instagram and he's got those bathroom selfies in that terrible outfit. And I was like, that, <laughs> that is a straight man, Maury. That is a straight man. No, for me, it was um, him sitting leg spread oh. in the fucking Meet the Queens. Mate, that, like- <laughs> that put the V to the B, honestly, because <laughs> that was, what a way to sit. He's obviously straight, which was mind boggling because I was like, <laughs> They're not making this up. There is a straight yep. drag queen with great makeup skills. Yeah. Excellent makeup skills, really. And I also love Bob also said, like, um, Bob already figured out uh, Maddie's catchphrase, which is, I put the, in LGBTQ. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so fucking good. This is what I'm saying, guys. This is happening, so let's just have fun with it. We read queens, like, they read each other for a living. Oh, yeah. Like, let's not give Maddie a pass because he's straight. No, 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 no. You're going hard. We're reading. We're reading. 100%. Also, on top of that, I think that from what I've, like, what I've learned about this human being, Maddie, and what they do and where they perform, they've obviously been very well accepted into the drag community where they're from. So, to me, it's like, why not? If they're going to be an excellent drag queen, the show is about excellent drag queens. My one, uh, Crevet, cravat, cravat with it, crevice. I'm not sure. Not the chef. I'm know. not too sure either. Um, would be that as long as I'm not seeing like two next year, three the next year. It's a queer space. <laughs> yeah. Keep it a queer space. But it is really nice, and I think it bridges together the straight and the queer community. And so mm. less less walls and more bricks on the ground would be, I think, is always a good thing. Yeah, totally. Let's. I'm I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I mean, obvious stunt casting. We can't deny that. And I'm sure Maddie's like, whatever. Well, why do you think got Scaredy Cat, whatever her name was in UK, got casted? Well, exactly. Scaredy Ugh. Cat didn't even mention on the show that he was bisexual. I'm like, why do you think that is? <laughs> he probably did and they just didn't include it. You can't tell, but my eyes are rolling. <laughs> we could tell through that. <laughs> oh, that they could tell. Sigh. Oh, they could tell. <laughs> but it's season 14. Guess what, guys? I'm going to be fucking doing it on the podcast. So... Mm. Mm. After a short break over the Christmas and New Year period, which, by the way, I fucking deserve. Thank you very much. Mm, mm. I, um, mm, mm. I've been doing this almost every week. How dare you do this for Every free. week for, since fucking May. No, nah, you've given up too easily. You do this for <laughs> free. You have to keep going. Don't stop. No, you deserve a break. Um, guys, in order to keep up to date with the pod and uh, be with us when we kick off season 14 on January 8th, which is when it premieres on Stan here in Australia, mm. subscribe to the pod. 
It's the simplest way. It's literally the easiest way. You're on Spotify, you click follow. You're on uh, Apple Podcasts, you click subscribe. Pocket Cast, you do the same thing. Uh, Breaker, that's a thing that exists. Do the, you just you click that little button? Google Podcasts. It also gives you that option. And then would you a, believe it? And there's a high chance I'll probably be on one of the episodes. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Can't wait to hear what you have to say. That's for sure. I, look, I am excited. I hated season 13. I hate it. That's a strong word. I really That dis- is a strong word. It, uh, yeah, I really dislike season 13 and a lot of the queens. I really didn't resonate with a lot of them. Hmm. I think we had a great outcome in the end. Um, I got it. To, I, I think I mentioned this with Tequila a few weeks ago. The, I was justified in... <laughs> I saw one of those like recap. Oh, no, I was watching the pit stop on YouTube. And of season 13, because I just felt like watching Trixie laugh and have a good time with Bianca. Fuck, she's good. She's good. And, and Ben De La Creme and The bitch can interview. Yeah, it's, it's just a fun time. And I remembered, oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I fucking hated the, f- the runways of Tina Burner and Candy Muse oh, more than any queen I've ever seen on the runway. It was a really bad season. It was really bad. Candy got how Candy got. She got dragged to the end, girl. She dragged, really did. Dragged. She really did. Oh, don't go into season thirteen. We'll be here forever. I <laughs> cannot stare. And the thing is, we had. I love season twelve. I'm an openly mm. state that I love season twelve. The quality was just so strong. But season thirteen, there was like what Utica couldn't stand. Um, Candy Muse didn't really like. Um, Olivia Lux, I didn't like. There was Ali with two T's, I didn't like. Mm. I didn't like a lot of them. I wanted to like Tamisha Yaman. That one to two, but God, Joe, I love when a queen has like really strong backing and then just goes and goes, you know what? I'm going to ruin everything. <laughs> I'm going to ruin all the good things I got for myself. Exactly. God, she's problematic. <laughs> but you know what hasn't been problematic for you? Canada's Drag Race season two. No, I know. That this. rhymed. <laughs> I know. And I, I enjoyed that for you. Thank you, Mother Goose. Um, no, I, um, I really enjoy listening to you on the podcast the last two weeks where at least you enjoyed, enjoyed the well the one you did uh, for episodes one to seven. Um, <laughs> it was the most painful listening. I'm surprised you have any subscribers after that episode because it's it was all incorrect. It's an excellent season. Oh, all incorrect. Okay, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know opinions could be correct or incorrect. No, I've got many, and this is kind of telling me I'm entitled to my wrong opinion. No, 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 I've, I've never been right in my life. No, <laughs> we just we just differ. I really I've really connected with the season. You haven't. I obviously dislike Eve as much as you, but like <laughs> I don't get. I'm like I think she served her purpose on the show. Like sure. I I really enjoyed it, and I I really enjoyed some of the performances, particularly in like the musical. There's, there's some really strong performances along the line mm. but then on top of that the fashion has been so top-notch just watching i just want isis and pythia to just go up against each other each week just with a different costume that i gotta tell you um this episode i'm glad they gave in this reunion they did give uh special mentions to the genius of pythia isis adriana and i'm glad they did because they really were for me up there it's up, ca- up, up there. How many like times have we had the show now in so many different countries? To do anything new mm-hmm. is really hard, mm-hmm. and then to do it, do it new, but then do it so well executed. The, the garments were beyond, and a lot of them were made and constructed by the actual queens themselves, which is oh, yeah, exactly. even more impressive. Do you think that's going to be the new big like? We're going to hear a lot on the judging panel. We're fourteen seasons in, and we're seeing innovative stuff like this you should be so proud of yourself like that's going to be the the new easy way for the judges to be like you did well well if, <laughs> it, if, it, if they do it then yes well, like yeah they've still got to do it i still think in season 13 we had a lot of original looks as well even though that season went for 15 years and oh my god it was long wasn't it yeah and um I again it was, going. It was <laughs> and it was 13 seasons in plus mm. five at that time five all-stars and all these international ones like mm. i still think um, we're not, it's not going to be surprising if we get innovative looks, but on no. Canada specifically, just something about Pythia. Like I, I went up last week. I'm just like, she, I, She's can't, brilliant. I can't see her losing this. So oh, we'll get into it, but I was really worried for a second through mm. this episode that she wasn't going to get to the top three. Exactly. Oh, uh, and this is the thing because you can have these garments and all that, but at the end of the day, this show is really built around performances. And what I do like right. about Canada's Drag Race is one, they actually they are the best uh, iteration 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 of the show. You're struggling with your words, I, today. mate. The dictionary. and you were reading me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> life already has. So I don't really need to do that much. Um, no, so I, I, um, fuck, what was I saying? Now I've lost my thought. Yes. I really enjoy how Canada's Drag Race, uh, 
really focuses the, the way they do the lip sync. They go they let the song go a little bit longer, mm-hmm. and they follow the girls around so much better. The camera work is excellent, and then on top of that, what I also like about Canada's Drag Race is the judging has been really good. Uh, but also, they put a lot of uh, emphasis on the actual runway, which mm-hmm. I love because I don't think the other shows do. That is, I think that's true. Um, I mean, God, do you remember when uh, regular Drag Race used to do like runways that were like cut down? So just like season five had heaps of them. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. Terrible. But now the show like goes for ninety minutes, so that you got to fill it with something. Yeah, exactly. Manufa- <laughs> manufactured drama can only fill so much. Oh uh, yeah, that's why the US have an entire part for that called Untucked. <laughs> I've stopped watching Untucked. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, I don't think All Stars was <sighs> terrible. What's the point? It was boring as bad shit. Until it's like a season six or seven Untucked, I don't want a piece of it anymore. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember Untucked for season seven doesn't get enough Just praise? Re- I'm, watch- I'm re-watching it because obviously they're doing it on uh, Drag Race. Uh, um, race Chaser. Race Chaser, I'm so sorry. They're redoing season seven. Yeah. I'm re-watching season seven. Do you know what? It's a fucking good season. I think the challenges, it sucks there wasn't a lot of variety with the challenges. But, but everyone, there's always like really good tops in each challenge. Yeah. Except for Shakespeare, but even uh, Shakespeare was like, um, Ginger and Max actually did really well. Mm. So like, I'm re-watching going, this was a fucking season. Mm. And I really just wrote it off because what everyone else said. Yeah. It's really, everyone should go re-watch it. And the untucked, because there was just Kennedy dropping bombs everywhere. Violet was not having it. And even between the fashion girls, there was a lot of unrest. It was really good. Yeah. I genuinely enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think season's, Season six is my favorite Untucked just because anytime Laganja was doing anything. <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> oh, we're not a fan. Oh, we've come around. Oh, we've come around. Okay, good. We're now obsessed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there was a journey, I think, that she needed to take. Yeah, of course. She like she said, yeah. she wasn't medicated during season six. Like, and I don't think she was happy with herself. No. And I think now that she's come into herself, you just, you see, and it feels like her air is welcoming. And mm. so I want to be like part of it now. Cause I'm like, yeah, you've got in there. You're not bitter. You're not angry. You're just, you're just good. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ganja, I know you're listening. So. Also trans rights. So, you know. Trans rights. Okay. So reunion. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for keeping me on track. No, but like um, you said as well, I do love this season. I know you're not as much, much as a fan, but I think. It turns out really well, personally. Look, I don't think it's been horrible. Like, I don't think... For me, Canada is kind of maybe on the same level as Down Under for the, for the, for the seasons Ooh. of the year. Ooh. And U, UK might just be slightly above. And that's saying a lot considering people really hated UK season three. I think UK really found itself halfway through, luckily. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't say Canada's on the level of... I have, I have, um, I know you won't, but no, 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 no. But I think it's been really, I just think the Queens have been really polished and great. And all you needed is like a really strong top group. And we have that. We had, we had a really strong top five, I think even. Yes. I I completely agree with the fact. Okay. So this was a reunion episode, which was a little annoying when I first heard it, because I'm like, I would prefer an actual challenge, but okay. Well, interesting way that they've done this. It is interesting because I'm thinking to myself, did the producers really think we needed one? But not enough happened in terms no. of there wasn't a, it wasn't a drama. No, there was there was very lack la- very lacking in drama. Is that what you is this what you're missing from it? The drama aspect maybe? Maybe I but it, in some ways it's warranted in some ways it's not. Like last week there was no drama. It was a great uplifting episode of oh. Of the queer prom. I and cried like a baby. It was, I think everyone did. Oh my God. And you don't need drama for that, but no, I think, as I think we've talked about this before. The only reason Eve was kept as long as she was, was because she did bring some drama. Well, yeah. Cause no one else was going to do it. No, no. Which is fine. I totally get that. It's a TV show, but it yeah. doesn't mean I still have to like you. <laughs> No, 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 no. And you're obviously, you're very entitled to your opinion, but I think, I think Eve had some really great runways and I think she had, terrible moments in the actual challenges and she should have gone home definitely earlier, but I think she's a very good drag queen still. And I still support her. I just don't want to go watch her show. <laughs> That's a very diplomatic way of saying it. I'm going for prime minister. So <laughs> this is me starting my diplomacy. Can we say everyone, I mean, the Queens did all look amazing sitting on the, at the reunion. Like oh. They were as, as with most reunions, they, they separate the top four in their own little row and the others are on the other side. Yep. I want to ask you, Connor Karen. Yes. Best look? Best look. 
Um, one, I love if it was a pastel theme, I'm really happy with the pastel theme. Except Kamora didn't. <laughs> and the worst part is she knows she knows what she's done. Um, I w- I'm gonna say Suki doll. Um, I really just when she walked out, I was like, kind of like gasp a little bit. Um, yeah, probably. And I do like Cynthia Kiss as well. I know it's a bit plain, but those were my two go tos. I uh, it's tough for me because I think. No one really did anything that was like gobsmacking. I think the prompt was probably something like red carpet or uh, just glam, just red, something glam. I think red carpet pastel. I reckon they yeah. probably said pastel because it's very, very pastel-y. That is the, that is the look. But I got to be honest. I, you? Uh, for me, it might be Isis Couture. Oh, I didn't know we, we could choose from the four. Oh, yes, you can choose from the top four. Oh, my God. <laughs> if we can choose from the top four... Um, Oh, uh, yeah. No, I do what? Probably geometric. Really? Okay, yeah. interesting. Because I just, I look, I really... She's I really, do love that green. She's really grown on me as well. And I just love, she really owned the garment and it mm. was just like... It was a bit different. It was slightly different. I think everyone had similar iterations of each other. Yeah. Whereas she really was just like, this is, it was geometric. And I was like, I love that. I like her boots. She had very like big white boots on. 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm inclined to agree. But Isis, I think, is just one of the most fantastic fashion girls to walk down that runway, and she's stunning. Fuck fashion girl. One of the, just the best drag queens to ever hit at RuPaul's. <laughs> she, there is something about her that is so endearing, but she takes it so seriously, mm. and she's just fucking excellence. If she doesn't win, All-Stars International. Oh, for sure. And the worst part is I've been such a pithier stand for such mm-hmm. a long time. After this, one, after this episode today, I am now all Isis. Really? Yeah. There was Ooh, something about her performance where she hit everything. That was like, no, you're meant to actually, you deserve this. Mm. I feel like being an older queen, I feel like she's done it. I feel like she respects it. And when she said as well, I want to always stay relevant and grow and keep growing. Not a lot of older drag queens do that. And I love that she keeps her drag very modern, mm. but also steeped in her own history. You know, no one does Isis Couture like Isis Couture. And yeah. I think she deserves it. I, I look. I completely agree. I, I really do think it is between her and, and Pythia for me. Yeah. No offense, Kendall, uh, but it's just. I I'm happy that after the season we've had, where I haven't been enjoying it, we have a top three that are very deserving. Oh yes. And yes. Yeah. Despite the fact that there's been some challenges where I'm like, uh, what exactly are they trying to prove here? They've proven themselves. Oh yeah, definitely. I yeah. think I think the top three is slightly correct. It could have been either geometric or Kendall gender for me. I wouldn't have mind either mm. or. Um, but it had to be Isis and Pythia. Yeah, for sure. Because they kind of represent like very different drag, but do the same things very well, mm. which I love. There is a very clear difference. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm just spitting at Reese. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm happy. But yeah, the reunion, not much drama. Not much drama. I'm glad they did bring up the Brat Pack. You do not like the Brat Pack. I do not like the Brat Pack and I'm glad... Well, this is something... I'm glad that Gia did... Or it might have been Gia and Kendall said, as the weeks went on, they established good relationships with all the girls and it wasn't just them. Yeah. In the first few episodes, it was very Brat Packy. Mm. I can understand why because, again, I'm not having a go at them for being friends. I'm just like... I don't like favoritism in a competition because it does, it does kind of ruin the vibe. Case in point, Beth brought it up. Beth yes. said in the very first uh, lip sync, she knew she was going to be going up for a lip sync and she thought it, it could be against Geometric, which it was. Mm. And she knew some of the Brat Pack. She knew Kendall uh, more so than the other girls. These other girls she knew a day. Kendall was someone she'd worked with before and she knew. And Beth said straight up, I was stung by the fact that these girls who I'd known for a day were coming up and saying, good luck, I'm here for you. Like, just go kill it, girl. And none of them came up to mm. came up to Beth. Instead, they were focused on Gia. I'm happy they didn't. I think it's ingenuine if they go what? over. I think it's ingenuine because they're obviously going for geometric. Yeah, but you can still support. You can be a supportive queen and say like, you know, you have to bring it. You know, in order for this to be the result, we that is fair. You need to bring it. I think nah, call bullshit on her. I'm, I'm, she needs to get her. I, I, re, I do truly feel, and it's coming from someone who's done reality. You get close to who you get close to. Mm-hmm. You want to support your mates, the people you're really close to. I think it's just ingenuine if they went over and were like, no, good, go for it, girl, blah, 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 knowing full well they'll go for geometric. Well, it's not surprising that that's the way it was because Cynthia did say at the reunion, well, they, 
she and Kendall knew how to get Gia focused. Yeah. And that's why they went over there and focused on her. And, but when she said that, I was like, okay, so that is literally favoritism. Like, I'm just, that's my reason do you for not, not liking do you not, the Brat Pack. But do you not think contestants have favourites amongst no, themselves? No, no, no. You're allowed to have friends and you're allowed to root for your friends. Yeah. I'm saying I don't like, especially first episode, yeah. to have those lines drawn already. I just don't think it's really ultimately that fair. Um, In a competition, especially first episode, I think it should be an even, even playing field. But it was even. The judges choose, though. There's no favouritism mm. from the judges. It's not, but it's not favoritism. It's just going, that's my friend and I really want them to but stay. But there's a reason why Drag Race doesn't do teams anymore. You know what I mean? Oh, and like, they should never do it again. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I From from my reality TV experience, it's just the way it works. I don't think it's a... I, I Honestly, and I really like Beth. I think, I think she's a really sweet queen. I just was just like, get over yourself, to be honest. Hmm. I was, I'm like... Interesting. Because those are your mates. You, you root for your mates. You want them to be okay. And I just think it's ingenuine to go over and be like, no, go girl, you got this. Like, no, nah, that's a lie. You're wanting, <laughs> you're wanting Geometric to beat you, you know? Well, it's not like this is the first time that's ever happened on Drag Race. No. But it, I'm pretty sure there's been plenty of occasions where, although, <laughs> God, I just remembered there was a situation where... Um, Alaska, again, Alaska Tucks were doing their thing and um, uh, they were singing. Do you, do you remember the, the lip sync against Lina, with Lanasha Sparks where Lanasha went home? Yeah, so Detox was the jellyfish. Detox, yeah. and yeah. Um, Take me home. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I, apparently on the, <laughs> on the Race Chaser Presents Name That Tune, which is one of the best videos on the internet, by the way, um, Alaska told a story that backstage they were singing instead of take me home, they were singing send her home. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Wait, towards the Lanesha. Yeah. Jesus. That is, oh, Alaska be careful right now. Because, I know. Cause there is some shit coming out. Ooh. Oh, I know. So let's just, and I love Alaska. So she's going to, we're be, not going to hear that on hot goss, are we? No, we are not. Well, this is, when no. you control the media, you're not going to, uh-huh. you're not going to share your own secrets. Are you? Look who's the, the Murdoch of the <laughs> queer drag race podcasting world. We will have our own Murdoch one day. It will happen. <laughs> Probably going to be Alaska. What did you think about this random miscongeniality situation we had? In what? In what sense? Well, apparently we've never had one on an international season uh, within the show. Apparently on the UK this season, they all voted and made uh, Anubis. Anub- Anubis Finch the Miss Congeniality. Which I love. Okay. <laughs> apparently they're really an excellent person behind the scenes though. I'm sure, yeah. but like, it's just weird that the show doesn't do it on the international versions. I like that they did it on the Canada one. I think this was the right time to do it. But the Miss Congeniality was Suki Doll. Stoked. I honestly don't think it could have been anyone else. <laughs> I was originally when I heard it, I thought it was going to be Kamara, maybe. No, because but, of the way uh, she exited. Because of the way she exited, yeah. Yeah, I thought that, but also I don't think Kamara speaks very well about non-binary issues. Or I think she actually speaks really like I know she's trying to learn and all that. And she states that, but she really just fucks up a lot. I think. Did she talk about that on the show? She did. She's like, Oh fuck. I didn't remember. Oh yeah. There was like moments. I was like, Oh, I, I really was off Kimura to be honest. I was really into her. And then I was like, Oh, you, you're, you're not getting this right a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Suki doll was the correct person. The way that Suki doll speaks mm-hmm. really excellent. I thought it was going to be Adriana. I honestly, that probably would have been a, the alternative choice. Yeah. Cause of any of them, it would be Adriana. Cause she's so sweet. Yeah. But then also they see what's happening behind the scenes. So they're going to know. Yeah, I think it makes total sense that the Queens vote for Miss Congeniality. I don't understand why the show made the public vote. Fan favourite. Yeah, oh, it is fan favourite. Who should have been season nine's Congeniality if it wasn't because... Um, I would say Peppermint, but you can't have the people in the finale be the Miss Congeniality, apparently. No, it's absolutely Peppermint, but you can't have... Yeah, exactly. She was in the four. top two. So, um, Which is so funny. They all took a photo of the top four of season nine recently, and mm. I was looking and going, oh, wait, three of the four of them have won a crown since. Mm-hmm. How funny. Yeah, crazy. Uh, it's just sad that I don't think Peppermint's ever going to do All-Stars. She doesn't need to, actually. She doesn't need to, but she also is like, the show is the show. Like, she'll do events with other Rue girls. Yeah. But she doesn't need the show. But also, she's got her own fucking crown. She's doing fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, I was happy with congeniality. I um, I think it's good that they're handing it out. Yeah, for and sure. And I like Suki Doll. She's great. I uh, What did you think also about um, Ocean Aqua Black? Uh, she mentioned that the biggest thing she learned was to look after herself because she... Yes. Obviously wasn't during the competition. A knee injury didn't help. I think she was kind of set up in that second episode to fail. She w- she had to go home. 
I think she was well behind the girls when it was mm-hmm. when it came to fashion, and it was clear as day. I think she just had to go home. I think she overestimated herself. I think she was going to – I'd hate when they get the personality pass through the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was quite happy to see her go. I love what she spoke about her weight. And it's true, you know, being a bigger girl, it is hard. Like, it is very hard work to be on the stage wearing all that garment, singing and dancing at the same time. I was really happy that she yeah. spoke about it because it's not really spoken about. No, no, it's you're 100% correct. I got to say, though, my only other thing about this reunion – oh, my God – Fucking Brad Goreski sitting there asking the queens, the top four, hey, girls, what was your aha moment? And then they had a quick, a tiny pause before he said, actually explained what the fucking aha moment is. Do you know what's funny though? I love that he asked this question. I didn't. Really? And I'll tell you why. Hit me up. Because uh, he said, what was your aha moment? You know, the moment that made you realise I could actually make it to the, to the finale. I'm like, first of all, I don't think I would call that an aha moment, but... Uh, what would you call it? Like the light bulb moment? Uh, no, I would call it um, just when was the moment you thought you had what it takes to make it through this competition? I don't think that's necessarily an aha moment. Turning point? A turning point, yeah. Turning point, but yeah. fucking, we, all, we know why he fucking called an aha moment, don't we? Well, yeah, because the can's called aha. Uh-huh. Because the sponsor is aha. Hey, if someone had deals with sponsors, you got to do that uh, shit. What they a just dumbass. They... There's a better way you can phrase a question. Please, that was a great way. They oh, just please. made $100,000 for that episode. <laughs> If you if Aha comes to me and goes, hey, you got to create an Aha moment, you damn well I'll be creating. No, an but AHA you come moment. up with a better question. Then when did you realize you could make it to the end? That's not an. I don't think that's an Aha moment. I don't know. I look. I I like it because everyone on TV has one. Okay. Like, yeah. Sure. But it's in different. I, I just didn't like the context, and I, I was literally sitting there like, what does he mean by uh, oh the cans? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but your Aha moments. God. I was I bought I, I drank the Kool Aid. I was like, absolutely, <laughs> this is that this is great segments. I'm gonna bring it on my show. This is fantastic. Only other thing I want to mention, holy shit, do I miss Stephanie Prince? Uh went too early. Stephanie Prince and Suki Doll both went way too early. Super early. Suki Doll I don't think would have gone home if they did Snatch Game later, which is when they're supposed to. Oh, she went home. There was, yeah. Why did they do Snatch Game when there was nine fucking queens there? Oh no, there was not enough time to get all to the queen. No, it was just it, it, it was ridiculous. I think Snatch Game worked really well as an eight. I think it always seven has. or eight, seven yeah. or eight. Yeah, I agree. Remember on All Stars when they had um, fucking Kristen Jenner with? <laughs> oh, to fill a, fill a chair. Yeah. That fucking pissed me off. I'm not gonna lie. Really? I was like, this is dumb. Uh, I thought it was weird. But Let's give a straight white woman a spot. <laughs> Like what? She was there anyway. She was guest judging. She could have been on the bloody um the what you know where the judges go the um oh yeah yeah, yeah. the one of the people yeah one of the people playing the game. So should have Nicole. Nicole Byer was the guest judge of that episode. Yeah, but Nicole Byer can do no wrong in my eyes. Oh, she can. Have you seen her new stand-up special? No, I haven't. It's on Netflix. Oh, everyone, okay. go if you have Netflix, go and watch Nicole Byer, big beautiful weirdo. If you want to ever see how to be an ally, just go and follow oh. Nicole Byers. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, we talk about drag and all that, but we go to drag bars and we are in the queer community and all that kind of stuff. She's, uh, to my knowledge, a straight a straight woman. Uh, she considers herself to be fluid. Fluid, okay, yeah. sweet. I do apologise. Um, but the way she speaks about drag and queer people and all that and how she uh, inserts herself into the community, mm. it is so seamless and yeah. beautiful and welcoming and she's just happy to be there. Fuck, can we have a Nicole Byer appreciation podcast? Because I would sign up. Uh, did you not hear me a few weeks ago? I literally want to do that. I oh. literally want to do a whole podcast just about Nicole Byer. I just want to talk about it. I mean, she has like five podcasts of her own. So oh. we should do one about her. Oh my God, 100%. Why she wasn't on the Canada's reunion is beyond me. <laughs> she should host the Pit Stop for season 14. She fucking should. They won't let her. But no. she. But, but again, Trix- Trixie's going to be on tour in like around the world, like on Europe, in Europe and stuff. So I don't think she'll be around to host Pit Stop. No, she probably won't be, but they'll probably get someone along the lines. You know what mm, I mean? Bob or something. They'll get Bob. They might even get, oh, they could get Jinx, I guess. They could like, get someone from a newer season. like. But as long as they're charismatic and good. Like Bob and Trixie are great conversationalists and they're funny. Maybe Monique Hart. Monique Hart would be a good one. Monique would be a great one. Mm. There's heaps of people they can choose from now. Me. <laughs> no. I'm shocked that I have not received the email yet. <laughs> Do you know, the, and also while I was watching the pit stop for season 13, I remembered because um, the, the episode they did Snatch Game, I think was the, uh, was, it wasn't the Bianca Del Rio episode. I can't remember, sorry. But um, no, it was the Bob episode. Bob mm. and Trixie were doing it. And Trixie said, by the way, can we talk about Candy Muse doing Patrick Star? It's not written on the cards, but I have to talk about it. 
We know why it wasn't written on your cards, Trixie, because production don't want you to talk about how terrible Candy Muse was. But this is the best part. Trixie Mattel don't give a fuck. Exactly. That's why she was really good at it. Exactly. I love that the girls are now bigger than the machine and they're just like, stop me. I dare you. Uh This is why I really enjoyed Trixie on this one because she was like saying what we were all thinking, Mm -hmm. which was really rare because WoW Productions really hones in to make sure things look the way they look. Exactly. So I really enjoyed it. I loved it. I was like, God bless you. There was the Violet Charge episode. Brilliant. Bob the Drag Queen one, Jinx Monsoon one. The conversations, they were better than some of the episodes for season 13. Oh, the end of the Jinx one where Trixie's literally like trying to get her her powder puff that fell on the floor. Oh. By just reaching her leg. Jinx, Jinx is just talking. Brilliant. She's like, uh-huh. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> um, also, they do a, um, so they're doing a, they do a fashion little moment on the reunion and yeah. they go through all the great fashion moments, which I loved. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, do you have a favourite fashion moment from the top four? From the top four? I can't, I, I legitimately can't get past Pythia's two-headed. Like, oh, no. it's just. I was going to say one for each. I've got one for oh, each. Oh, one for each. Well, Pythia's two-headed, I think. I do agree. Slightly in front of the horse, which was also phenomenal. Brilliant. The centaur was brilliant, but was, I agree. Yeah. There's something about the head that was just so yeah, glam. It was. Um, Isis, so many. So many. I oh I think it's the queen. I think it's the um the queen of cards look where she has like you know which one I'm talking about? No. Great. <laughs> because I can't remember the season. No, no, no. So she's wearing like the the face is just showing and she's got the queen crown and the big it looks like a Disney princess. Oh yes, queen. yes. There's so many. I enjoyed. So many. I, I enjoyed her ticket box look. I enjoyed fucking anything she did. The wrath look was good as well. Yeah, I think. Um, I think Isis did so many good ones that I, I'm literally just struggling to think of. Oh fuck! Do you know what I liked as well? Her really fugly look. Like, do you know they did the ball? And yeah. She came with that really like over the top fugly look. Gorgeous. You can't remember, but I, I can't can. remember. But there were some looks. I do remember seeing some where I was like, nah, pass. Yeah. Like if I was nasty in passing, which is what we do on the pod, by the way. We do. Um, I would have, there were some passes this season, I remember, but I just think she was, I think, the most consistent. Oh, her point of view was every all, week. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, geometric, I honestly, again, I can't really remember a lot of geometrics that I. I like the um the good to bad where she was like the fungus growing on the side of her. Oh, that wasn't bad. I really liked it. I thought yeah. it was really quite conceptual for her. And And her modern pop star I thought was quite good as well. Oh, the uh, uh, chromatica, future chromatica thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then with Kendall, I'm a bit lost. I, I don't. There was. I think Kendall. I did love her little horse <laughs> moment. What the Woody one? No, no, not the no. <laughs> no, that was in the performance for. Um, oh, her horse, her purple horse. Yeah, her purple horse. Yes, actually, no, I do agree. That was definitely her best look. That was fantastic. She's great at padding. Yeah, yeah, she really is. Really good at padding. There were a couple other Kendall ones I really loved as well, but I, again, can't remember. Uh, great that I'm hosting a podcast about this shit, huh? Um, but- yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> would, you, would you like me to take over for next week? <laughs> no, I, I've, I'm sure I'm going to have a lot to say about this finale, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and by the way, where's Priyanka? We saw her in the trailer. She hasn't been on all season. Uh, she she, probably, she'll be there for finale. She better be there for finale. Fuck, we love Priyanka. Handing over the crown. Mm. She better. She yeah. Better. If you want to do a winner's year, fucking look at Priyanka. Ugh. That's how you do a winner's year. I would. I, you, I would just, you would what? You would what? <laughs> Tell them. What would you do? <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast. Okay. Well, I would like to fuck her. Is, <laughs> it, is that what you're going to say? <laughs> no, I would love to see. Uh, she's going to be at DragCon next year. Excellent. Everybody take a drink. Dylan created a drinking game for everyone. Oh my God. Yeah. On. By the way, he's correct. <laughs> There is a drinking game. Cunts. There's a, one of my favorites. I think you have to drink twice whenever you say, look, um, we're not here to uh, bash queens. We still love them. Blah, 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 blah. Don't worry. I'll say less of that in season 14. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> there is a drinking game. He's correct. So to Dylan, um, you are so on the money with this one because I did the drinking game last week and on the 30 minute mark, I was hammered. So. Fuck you. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we're not I'm next oh again yeah, next you're gonna see me actually post on Instagram the actual drinking game sheet Can you, I'm gonna create I think we should create one the best part is you've got such great um, regular guests now happening on the pod <laughs> that we're beginning to team up against you fuck you <laughs> <laughs> but how nice for you that you've got returning guests that want to be here Niggy. exactly I actually think absolutely Stephanie Prince just to mention her again because I, I really did enjoy her so much I I really would either an all-star season or whatever iteration that might be or 
bring her back for next season of Canada. Do you know what? That's an excellent point. And they have done that. They have. Like, if a queen goes home early, but they're good, and you know they're good. Yes. I mean, well, Shangela, of, the, of course, is an obvious one. And um, The only time they got it wrong was with... Um, Cynthia. Yeah. Well, she got the big C. So we wanted to, they wanted to be nice. She got the big C. Cancer. Oh, my God. I thought you meant cuckoo. <laughs> the what? I thought you meant her cuckoo. I was just like, that's such a weird way to say the big C. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know. That's yeah, I can't say the word cuckoo, so I have to say the big C. The big C. I was like, oh, yeah, no, this we, is a very We don't point. swear on the podcast. No, 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 no. I should also <laughs> know that the big C probably means cancer. Um, that's, that's a valid point. But it's not a bad thing because she uh, did it. She fought it and she went into remission, which is fantastic. And Amazing. the show were like, "We want to give you a chance to compete again." She was like, "Of course." She was like, "Yeah, of course I do." Oh no, and so she should. Yeah, so every queen soon. That's that, that's why Art Simone came back because she was like, "You're going to ask me to come." Yes, I want to do this again. Well, she came back because she was white. What? She, was, she came back because she was white. They were like, <laughs> "Let's bring the white girl back." We actually don't have enough white girls on the cast, so we're just going to bring. I really do like Art Simone. She was very good at drag. But I'm just like, the whole that whole decision I haven't moved on from. I know, they, they kind of, they did her dirty. I maintain they, they really did her dirty. Because it really looks bad for her. Yeah, the show, the show clearly. Mm. Yeah, I have bring, my things, I have my things to say about that, but whatever. But bring Stephanie back. Bring Absolutely. Stephanie back 1000%. Hey, Connor. Yes. They revealed. Yes. The top four was going to come in the top three. I thought that was a joke. I was like, <laughs> and then they did. And then they did it. It was going to be, like it is in the US, a lip sync smackdown. Wasn't angry about it. I got quite excited. Yeah, I was like, well, this is what queens do. They lip sync. That's how you make your dollar. Yeah. And some, I mean, Pythia hadn't lip synced before. So. And God, we found out that it's good that she had it because mm. she wouldn't have gotten that far. Mm-hmm. What did you think of lip sync number one, the Brat Pack going up against each other? Well, that's the thing. They, they did a random lipstick pull and randomly got paired up. And okay. Here's the thing, everyone. Mm-hmm. We had two songs, mm-hmm. both by RuPaul, mm-hmm. Main Event and Born Naked. You have no idea how pissed I was when I was watching these lip syncs and I thought to myself, why didn't they choose the remixes? Because, my God, they would have been more interesting than watching this. I also feel like, haven't we done her song yes. enough? Was it, was it, wouldn't that have been a great opportunity to like highlight Canadian music, which they do the entire season? Um, maybe with some classic Celine Dion songs or <laughs> anything? I like, no, really I agree. I, I really, I, of all, I know, and of all the RuPaul songs, main event is boring as batshit. Uh, Born Naked is also the only versions of those songs I love are the remixes. Mm. Main event um, on RuPaul's Essential Volume 2 yep. is called Crying on the Dance Floor. Oh, and it's so good. The remix is amazing. Oh, so good. It's it's genuinely so like, it just, it's a vibe. It's and Born Naked. Do you, do you resonate with it? Is that yeah. why? Yeah. yeah. I cry on the dance floor multiple times in my life. That's how you, you got no lube, you got to do something. <laughs> you think I could cry enough to, <laughs> to provide. Drenched. <laughs> some Drenched. <laughs> oh, good times at the GH. No, oh, um, God. <laughs> That's why I had to close down. They were like, this. <laughs> Is disgusting. But also, Born Naked, they've played the remix on the show. You know, when Rue does the, now let the music play. Sometimes they play that remix of Born Naked. Yeah, yeah. And it's such an amped up song. I would have loved to have had a lip sync to that version because it's such a, again, I care about vibes. These songs didn't give me a vibe. No. Who won? Who did you think won out of Gia and uh, Kendall? Gia and Kendall, I think it was pretty clear it was Kendall. I do agree, unfortunately. But I, ooh, and this is when I'm getting, letting my inner Michelle Visage out, guys. Uh, Gia. That's a, another drink, by the way. <laughs> so shots up, boys. <laughs> I couldn't stand. Gia walked out on that runway, ready for that lip sync. And the judges were doing the whole, two queens stand before us, blah, blah, blah. My eyes were just Gia's wig held together with those bobby pins, all askew. There was like 18 of them in there. I really enjoyed it. It looked awful. I really liked it. Take, I, no. I was like, yeah. Finish. No. I loved I loved her lip sync look. What, did you not have hairspray? No, but I thought it was, it's obviously they're, they're on purpose. They're no. very nice pins. Bobby pin, there is no such thing as a nice bobby pin. Miss oh. Fame might disagree on an alligator clip, but no. I do like an alligator it's, clip. <laughs> 
is I just was like, I'm so distracted by those bobby pins in her hair. See, I wasn't affected by that part. That wasn't, that wasn't. It I, distracted me so much. I know. That's why I'm saying mm. I'm such a stupid thing. I'm very Michelle. It's very, yeah. It's very, you are becoming that person. <laughs> um, I didn't, that Bring didn't bother me. I, I actually thought that Gia did a great job as well. I thought the lip sync was actually really good. Really solid of both of them. For the song that I wasn't overly interested in. No, but I got, I, I will say I enjoyed it a slightly more than Born Naked, which was Isis Couture and Pythia. Oh, what did Pythia do? Was she there? <laughs> she she walked around, she moved fl- her lips. Gosh, she flipped her hair from there to there and then turned back. Hairography. But it wasn't good hairography. No. Isis was hitting marks. I was like, it's just like those moments I just love Isis a bit more and more and more because yeah. she was on every single point. Mm. Like, fuck, she's good. Yeah. And it was thought out. She's such a good, she really, um, I appreciate the way she timed her lip sync. She really goes to different marks at different moments and everything's quite purposeful. She doesn't do it for the sake of doing it. It's mm. very, oh, I just fucking love her. Mm. And she deserved to win that one. Bye she bye. did. No, yeah. I agree. I think Isis was the clear winner. And you get totally right. She, I think every time I've seen her lip sync, and she has done it a few times this season, she unfortunately. She really does. She's not like a one-trick pony. No. And she really, she is, I think, one of those like impeccable drag queens who yeah. just does the art of drag. She reminds in me every of, sense of the word. She reminds me of like the earlier seasons of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, where those the girls who were just they were just impeccable. Mm-hmm. You couldn't clock them on anything. Yeah, and I'm surprised she's been in the bottom two because she's such a strong queen. I understand why she's ended up on those episodes through the various mm. reasons, um, but it was so good to just see her like literally stamp her. She was like, "I'm not leaving without mm. the win," and I was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah, it absolutely. was great. It was so good." But that meant Pythia and Geometric had to go up against each other in the final SmackDown. And I was worried. I was worried too. And after watching it, I'm I'm still shocked and worried. <laughs> How- Do you really think Gia did a better job? Gia won. Really? Yeah, for sure. Well, regardless, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I was worried, but I knew they're not sending Pythia home. No, they would never, but almost you know like how we always say you just have to be good as good, right? Mm-hmm. I think there was a clear distinction that she wasn't as good. Interesting. And so for the first time I was like, Controversial. I actually feel like they should have sent Pythia home in similar fashion to how they sent Jimbo home last season. Oh, I don't, okay. That's an interesting comparison. Cause I know the fans loved Jimbo so much, but I think there was, it made absolutely no sense for Jimbo to be in the final. No, but you know what I mean? Just sending that fan. Like, I feel like you can, and I just don't think, I think Gia won. I think, it is going to be a very, it would have been a very uh, half their final if they had let Gia in. It wouldn't have felt right. Mm. But I, um, and I'm happy they chose Pythia. Mm. But I think I know in my heart of hearts that she did not win that lip sync. Well, do you disagree? Do you think she did? I honestly don't know because I was so bored. <laughs> well, then that's actually the fucking tea. It was just like, <laughs> no, no, but it, did because think- the song, by the way, the song was Call Me Mother. Which like, I actually like Call Me Mother. It is a great song. And any any rap song, when you're lip syncing, if you know the words, obviously that's the most important thing, mm-hmm. as with every lip sync. But you can, you can serve attitude, yeah. which is what this song really is. And I didn't get any of that from either of them. No. Either of them. But also, Gia is the most G-rated thing to ever exist. <laughs> like, even when she was talking about her dick and getting dick on the roast, I was like, it feels like you've actually never touched dick. You exactly. know you know what I mean? And Pythia is just so weird and kooky that, like, it just doesn't sit. Like, even if she tried to be that person, it wouldn't have worked. I was sitting there going, like, I kind of, like, grabbed my phone. I was like, oh, wait, I'm doing a podcast in this today. I better watch. Like, I was like, <laughs> do you really, like, you forget? You're like, oh, shit, I yes. should be watching this right now. Yes. Yeah, that was like, and I was like, that's not a good sign. Um, oh, I appreciate you paying attention for me. <laughs> I was like, because obviously you just grab your phone over thinking. I was like, oh, shit, I've got to, I've got to talk about this lip sync. Yeah. Um, and then by the time I finished, I was like, well, there's still nothing to talk about. And she just kept thinking. <laughs> Pithy just kept flicking her blonde hair and it not flicking well. And then she ends up her, her knees at the end and it wasn't clean. And she just kind of walked from there to there. And then Gia, I don't know what Gia was doing, but she was there. She was there. Everyone was there. I think so Isis, were her bobby pins. Isis was giving a better performance in the background. Like, <laughs> I give Isis the win for that fucking lip sync. I mean, I know pretty much, I know like 90% of the lyrics to Call Me Mother. There's some lines where I'm like, oh, what is that? If I, if I was in their position, I would have just... I would have just served. I would have even pulled the cocoa and um, brought my attention to my lips so the judges know that I have it yes. all. I have all the words down pat. And just have attitude. Act like you're the only bitch. But Pythia yes. was just walking around like, eh. 
a lost lamb. Yeah. And then on top of that, she tried to like almost vogue down the runway. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know how to vogue. So <laughs> just this super awkward flapping of arms. And the best part was Isis came onto the stage once the top three had been decided and started doing like the voguing down the, the mm. runway. And I was going, oh, that, that's what you sh- that would have actually really worked. Because you can serve so much attitude going down the runway to call yeah. your mother. But I was getting very little attitude. Yeah. It was it was very it was very Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very Canadian lip sync. Okay. Yeah. It's a perfect way to end a season. <laughs> yeah. And Vidya went through. So my Greek goddess is still there. So I'm quite happy. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy she's still there. Geometric sashayed away. Yes. Honestly, she was I mentioned this last week. I was a little surprised that she made it to the top four. So was I. But that's why I'm kind of like, well, that makes sense why she's not in the top three. <laughs> well, 100%. But also you heard, you heard the, the other girls going, you are the hardest working bitch in the room. And so I love to see a queen who probably shouldn't have been in the top four be in the top four because mm. they've just worked their fucking ass off. And you know what? I didn't like her at the start, but I will admit, I was really like, I think I'm a, I'm a bit of a fan. <laughs> like, not a huge fan. I'm happy she's there. But I don't, I don't feel the same way I did at the start about her. Well, I definitely loved in the first episode, I remember distinctly that untucked where she walked back and was like, so I'm in the bottom and her brat packs were like, no. <laughs> and they were just so like, like, I can't believe it. It's just, uh, like, again, I don't want to go in, into the whole brat pack thing again, but it's just like, I like the show really does keep them on their toes. Yes. To the point where they are, to have a moment like that straight up where you think you are in the, you and your friends are like, running this thing oh and yeah you went up in the bottom that is like bitch but also get your shit together they were throwing the brat pack into the bottom all the fucking time you know what i mean yeah. there wasn't like that relaxed talk made it to the top four thing like you know cynthia kiss wet and like i actually think it's nice that kendall jenner is the one that got there mm. and that we don't have three of them there mm. and on top of that we have three people where at least two of them i'm really fucking excited to see what their finale look is going to be like mm. alone like i generally don't get this excited and and <laughs> season 13 was one of those moments where they just fucking brought it in the last episode um, oh. look wise and i've got that same energy right now and i didn't have this for uk or obviously the last few iterations of anything but i'm like what is Isis holding on to? What is Pythia holding on to? Like, what kind of bodysuit will Kendall Jenner pull out <laughs> next? Like, what colour will it be? So I am like, just that alone makes the grand final that little bit like sort yeah. of special because you know it's going to be good. I completely agree. I am very keen to see these finale runways. And you just reminded me how much I loved, loved got Mick and Simone in the season 13 finale. Oh, that bitch. ball, they, they are the greatest balls who ever bowled. I've eaten, but those bitch ate it up. <laughs> like it was, and to do it on multiple outfits. Mm-hmm. Oh. And honestly, to have a juxtapose against Rose, uh, Rose's bodysuit, you know, <laughs> it really just made it that much more special. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Uh, so now that we have our top three, this is, I mean, this is, this is pretty intense. As we said, this is the top three, the the right top three, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Kendall Gender, Isis Couture. We say Pythia, but they said Pythia. Are we getting it wrong? Probably. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Actually, now that you've said that, that's probably the Greek way to say it as well. They're probably saying- Fuck! What are we saying? Pythia. Pythia. No, Pythia. 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 Fuck. Oh, John, it's very difficult. <laughs> it is so difficult. Our poor Caucasian asses over here being like, <laughs> we're words. Australian, okay? This is, <laughs> this is an Australian drag race podcast. Oh my god! Actually, my my the, my mate who I'm staying with currently right now, she's since I left Melbourne three weeks ago, now has a boyfriend. Very lovely Dutch man, gorgeous. But his name is Tom, and which is great because I saw his real name on his on his card, and I can't like, <laughs> pronounce that. And I think he's decided Australians are just terrible. So I'm just going to say, call me Tom. I love that. I uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, I can't say more than two syllables <laughs> collectively. I know it's very difficult. Granted, we haven't seen the final episode, and I am one of those people who always has to remind Drag Race fans: finales matter. Oh. You can have your yeah. favorite going into a finale, I but you can't ignore how they perform in a finale. I think it's almost a standalone episode, in like mm-hmm. in terms of crowning the winner. As it should be. I always believe, and I think this is why the lip syncs proved, the, the whole aim of the competition is to get to the final episode and mm-hmm. then when you get there, it's almost clean slate-like. Yes, I've always felt that way. 
And that's just fine. Yeah. It's the same with like any sporting game. It's the same with anything else in the world. When you come to this, you get to the finale and it's whoever rocks up on the day. Fully. Erect. 100%. Yeah. I, I think, again, despite I'm going against my own <laughs> rule here. Going into the finale, who is your tip? And when the finale happens, would you be shocked or annoyed? Do you know what? Your result was different. Mm, I'll be... Annoyed if Kendall wins. Okay. Um, but I'll say this. I think Brooklyn and the judging panel are just really solid. I think they know who to choose. And there's, there's no like, there's Girl. no, there's no RuPaul like smell over the top of these decisions. You know what I mean? No, they're, they're, they're so on top of these decisions. All they have to do is look at each other through plexiglass and nod. Yeah. And they read each other's minds and know exactly what's happening. It's crazy because there's no microphones on that set, which exactly. is really interesting. It's good that they've got that kind it's of It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible that they can just read each other's minds and with a quick little look, they're like, okay, we've made our decision. It's annoying. It means no more handies under the table either <laughs> as well. It's really a lot, a lot has been lost with the uh, perpexiglass. What's the, it called? Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, magic, the magic of the Canada's Drag Race judges that they get to. I think, I think they'll choose. I think they'll choose ISIS. Okay. I think Brooklyn will. I think they really understand that she can hold the crown as well as. Uh, I don't think. I think Pythia needs an All Stars. I think Isis is ready to hold the crown. Interesting. Selfishly, Interesting. I would Interesting. also love to see Pythia on an All Stars. So, <laughs> I gun to my head because it's only fair. I hold one to yours. You did. It was so weird. I. It's my new kink. Mm. I, I'm into it. I, I truly cannot see anything other than Pythia winning. Okay. But if Isis wins, I'm still going to leap up and clap. Uh, I'm I, still going to – I'm going to – Do you think about Isis? And I think this episode may be the reason why Pith, uh, Pythia doesn't win. Hmm. I feel like you need to know how to lip sync. And they really appreciated that because Priyanka lip synced twice in her season – and like mm. that was the thing she was able to show she was a performer as well yes. and that's something Pythia has proven now that's and correct. so I feel like Isis just ticks all the boxes and I think this episode is the reason why Pythia will not win you make a very good point I know <laughs> it's because I'm sober <laughs> damn we should have had a cocktail before we started. oh could you imagine just be us like I can't speak words sober <laughs> hey Connor Hey, Reese. Our regular listeners, I think, know where the fuck to find you. Yeah. But just in case newbies are like, hey, this guy, want to get a cut of his energy, where do we find you? To the listeners um, whose cherries I haven't popped yet, you can actually go find me at creamy underscore confusion on Instagram. I am also uh, down in Melbourne shooting something for Broadsheet and Australian Open. So there's going to be a very cool video coming out for that quite soon in January. And there's a lot of exciting things happening in the next year. So you're going to see me here, there, and a bit of everywhere. Fantastic. That's exactly what we want. Oh, I'm also in the Dan Murphy's catalogue currently. So if you go Really? To, I was there today. Pick what up. Ah. Oh. Apparently. I haven't seen it yet, but I've been told I'm in that one. Bitch. All right. I know. I know. But if you are there, grab one, send a photo to me because it really fuels the ego because I'm so alone. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so Cream well, Underscore Confusion. That's where you can find me. Where can they find you, Reese? Well, you can find the podcast most especially on Instagram at not another drag race pod. That's where you need to follow to keep up with all things podcast related and drag race related and i'll say it again subscribe to the fucking podcast it's really that simple Wait, you guys but Reese, how do you subscribe to the podcast do you use your finger do you click anything how does it work i, I, th I think it's finger related fantastic yeah. we all know how to do that i would imagine i'm almost certain we do beautiful great yeah 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 but if if by any chance you can't get a parent or a guardian to do the same yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. that simple. If you're not, if you can't use your finger, then you're, <laughs> and you're listening to this pod, you're in the this wrong place. This generation, no, 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 Guys, uh, just make sure you keep up with the pod uh, going forward. As I said, we're going to be taking a short break over Christmas and New Year's, and we'll be back uh, after January eighth with season fourteen. Very excited. Mm -hmm. I am also excited for a break. So <laughs> give me. Mm. I'm a straight. I'm excited to see a straight man finally get their piece of the pie. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I watch things. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're going to go and have a lot of drinks. Yay. On this little Saturday Arvo. And next week, it's here. It's happening. It's the big finale of Canada's Drag Race. Who's going to be our next Canadian drag superstar uh, joining the 17 other winners of Drag Race this year alone? And Shut up, 17. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Just um, Simone, Sonique, Ketamine... Uh, Lawrence, 
Crystal, this one, and whoever won Holland, and whoever won uh, France. Oh my god! And whoever wins Italia and Spain. There was a Spain as well. And Spain. So ten. Oh my fucking Christ! That is a lot. Italia finale might be after New Year's though. So That's maybe fine. nine. Appar- <laughs> apparently, apparently it's good. No, I've heard good things about Italia. Italy, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, and you guys, you guys should too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just because we're not talking about it on the pod doesn't mean you can't go and watch it. Yes. It's on Stan. Go enjoy. Yes. And until next week where we talk about the big finale, have a fantastic week. Look after yourselves. Uh, if you're eligible to get your booster, go get your booster. Mm. I love how mm. year, ages ago we were saying get vaccinated and now I'm like, get boosted. Yeah, the booster, the, <laughs> yeah it's, it's actually another drinking game part of your thing as well. <laughs> So when I tell people to get, get vaccinated. Yeah, you get vaccinated. So you take a shot and then you get your booster now. It's a great system. I agree. Or you can get a boost juice. Then you just get boosted by a man, either or. <laughs> Whatever works at this time. I mean, I'll take either one, to be honest with you. The night is young, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Guys, have a great week, and we'll see you next week for the big Canadian finale. Goodbye. Bye. I love you.